Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. All right, man, another week has gone by. I, James, it feels like we were just here a minute ago. It, it does. I'm already sick of your face. <laughs> Sitting across from me in Journey 2 Studios is James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. He's a guy that doesn't get invited to family holidays anymore since he served peanut butter and jelly at Thanksgiving that one year. That's what happens when you have kids. James Breakwell and Steve Olivas, that's me. I'm not exploding anything in particular. Uh, James, I need a nickname, man. I, you know what? When you earn a nickname, you'll have a nickname. I'll let you know when you get there. <laughs> Welcome to Wrong and Wronger, the podcast that both of our mothers listen to and apparently have not told any of their friends about, where we argue each week about topics that we secretly feel everyone listening wishes they were one of us, because everyone's got a strong opinion of this stuff. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Without exception. <laughs> Well, apparently there's a lot of exceptions. <laughs> if you've never heard of us, you're one of billions, believe me. <laughs> but this week is no exception to the greatness that we strive to achieve. What are we going to argue about this week, James? Chunky peanut butter versus smooth. Smooth versus chunky peanut butter. And before we get underway, before you hear the ping of the Guam quarter of fate, we say something nice about each other. All right, well, I'm going to start because I have something very nice to say about you today. I'll be the judge of that. I just recently discovered that you have had your blanket fort, your prized blanket fort in your living room, has been up for 15 years. It just had a big anniversary. It's true. It uh, makes my wife a little nuts, but I, I've invited her in several times. I've tried to lure her in with the, <laughs> lure the, is the right word <laughs> of, of candy and ice cream and even booze on a couple of occasions, and I, I drank it myself. But uh, it's where I go to cry. It's like Superman. He goes to the North Pole to just have a, a good cry, and that's where I go to cry because people point out to me all the time, aren't you the guy on that podcast? podcast with the exploding unicorn and i have nothing to say but tears yeah you should be ashamed of yourself for many reasons not necessarily for this podcast but <laughs> there's enough other shame there to cause the tears and who doesn't love a good blanket for it come on you put pillows around that thing you can have food in there you can put like no girls allowed which is just de facto in my life but <laughs> I'm just impressed by the buttress system, really. <laughs> I did use the I used the gothic design. I like the flying buttress, and I was going to make a blanket cathedral at first, but I, I ran out of blanket. Also, you've been excommunicated for many years. <laughs> We're not consecrated. <laughs> the bishop wanted nothing to do with you. I could respond to that, but it would probably offend some people. Okay. Nobody that I know. I did get kicked out of a Jesuit institution, though. I I did get kicked out of Marquette University in 1986 because the. I doubt for drinking. No, I well, <laughs> all right. Why why do you have to put that specific of a question before because, me? Because being a Catholic institution to get kicked out for drinking is kind of okay. ungodly. Because that's what Catholics are all about. Okay, so, uh, then then the direct answer to your question is no. It was more the consequence of drinking okay. that got me kicked out. <laughs> well, let me say. <laughs> 
my joke. You learned to handle your booze like a good Catholic. You would have been fine. Oh, well, so you can say this because you're Catholic. Is that right? That you yes, can just go, oh, my. absolutely right. I can say anything I want about When God. does your letter from Pope John Paul, who is. You don't even know who the Pope is now. <laughs> he was one of them. Yes, oh, yes. Geez. Two popes ago. Get with the popes. <laughs> that was two popes ago. <laughs> two popes ago. Benedict, now we got Francis. I could both drink you under the table. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, the Hell Express is about to pull up for you, so let me say something nice pretty quick. Uh, with 27 kids that James has, when he is called upon to save Campbell soup labels for a school, that guy is an all-star. In fact, his, uh, he saved so many soup labels. Actually, his wife did. James really wants nothing to do with this whole parenting thing. But he, they saved up enough that his older daughter's school got a red and white Maserati from the Campbell's company as a little thank you for all the product they've bought. Yeah. I asked if I could drive it. They said no. I asked if my seven-year-old could drive it. They said no. So I don't know. What does a school need with a Maserati? To which the principal said, what does a school not need with a Maserati? So there's a school Maserati. It's just there now. (laughs) All right. So we will get underway. And as we do every week, we allow the Guam quarter of fate to determine which side we argue and uh, what are the two sides going to be for you today, James? Heads up, I argue chunky. Uh, tails up, I argue smooth. All right. Heads is chunky, or as the kids say, chunky. All right. right. That is not something any kid has ever said. That, I said that when I was a kid. Have things changed? Yeah. You, well, for one thing, this is why you don't have friends. <laughs> have you heard anyone other than yourself say it? I'm flipping. I'm no longer listening to you. <laughs> oh, it hit the desk and bounced. Hold on. All right. It is Tails. I'm looking at Guam. So you have creamy. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Because this is the only way to eat peanut butter. So we have the technology to grind and crush peanuts so finely that it is completely smooth and pleasing Mm. in texture. Uniform. Perfect. Why would you ever leave chunks in there? It's, that's just a that's a manufacturing defect. Like it's as the machine's getting warmed up, they're like, "What do we do with all this garbage peanut butter with all the chunks in it?" I don't know. Let's call it chunky, and somebody like Steve will buy it, and they <laughs> ship it out there, and you buy it. And you think you're getting a good deal. You don't. You're not supposed to like have crunch with your peanut butter. It's supposed to be smooth and creamy. That's the whole point. Nothing in a sandwich should crunch. Everything. Like rocks or imperfections in there why would you eat like that i don't i don't understand how you live with yourself and your chunky peanut butter you know when i have a hamburger the waiter waitress always asked uh, would you like fries with that and i always opt for chips because i like a little crunchy with my sandwich you got to throw some curveballs in there when it comes to texture it keeps your mouth entertained don't quote me out of context with that one and that's what <laughs> and, and that's what why? you <laughs> We got Catholics, we got dirty, and I haven't even mentioned that I'm not wearing pants because I'm not no, going to do it. Not in this no. podcast. Remember that glorious podcast where you forgot? Can't we <laughs> I go don't. Back to that? No, I've repressed the whole thing. I had <laughs> hypnosis. But uh, the, the chunky gives a little texture gradient differential 
That's uh, an engineering term. You English majors wouldn't know anything about that. And so when you're eating, you, you, you have the peanut butter. You always have jelly, maybe a little honey. Do you know why people like honey with peanut butter? It's not just the sweet. It's letting the honey soak into the bread and get kind of crunchy. A little crusty sugar on that bread is fantastic with peanut butter. Chunky peanut butter shortcuts that whole process and gives it to you right out of the jar. And it makes it easier to spread because you got like you got uh, a little bit of grit that you can get you can bear down into and spread on your bread. It'll hang on to the jelly. It'll make sure to adhere both pieces of bread together and it gives your mouth something fun to do and you know how you love that. What what part of grit is appetizing for you, boy? Boy, this sandwich sure is good, but you know what would be better if I poured some dirt in there and made it all crunchy. <laughs> I'm and not weird. talking kitty litter. I mean peanuts. They're like little taste explosions in the sandwich. But it's no different. It's a taste explosion of the exact same thing as the cream around it. It's no different. Why is your mouth being entertained by more of the same? Have you the ever factory had- with what, what is too lazy to machine it all the way. That's all it is. You're no. getting the, the refuse. You build special machines to make it awesome. They're called the awesomenators. I, I'm going to say that's not a thing. I'm, <laughs> I'm confident without Googling it, there is no awesomenator I, that makes the peanut butter. I, it's just it's just the bad, like the guys who make peanut butter on their first day. Well, that's the that's the garbage first day peanut butter. Sell it to Steve and they ship it out. Now, awesomenator. I buy this like when you look at this and you see chunks in your peanut butter you should take it back to the store for being incorrect and you tell them you can do better no, you can add some of your own peanuts. Just pop a can of Mr. Peanut. And he's got a monocle and spats. How in the wrong could he be about people like the texture of peanuts? Look at they how pop. Do, so they eat them separately. They don't eat them with the peanut butter cream. They're two separate experiences. Imagine being able to eat that Mr. Peanut goodness in the form of a sandwich where you cover him in bread and slather him with jelly. And we're going, we need like some bad 70s guitar riffs behind me right now. But that's why you do you take that goodness of peanut butter or the goodness of mr peanut all the peanut stuff you put it in peanut butter and then you add little chunks so that you get little it's like it's an accelerant that's in your sandwich remember the gum that when you would bite down on it there would be like juice that would squirt into your mouth to add to the flavor this is what that, that is people that's not a thing that, that yeah. oh steve again i don't know who's giving you this candy <laughs> stay away from the van this is not a thing <laughs> this is where i learned to not wear pants he was my mentor <laughs> God. <laughs> and, uh, and you thought I crossed the line with the Catholic remark, huh? I just yes ended your point. You 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 disgust me. <laughs> I I am a I am a master of going up to the line and not over. And you just like <laughs> jump over the cliff like I got this one. Woo! And, and you just step out of the way. You know, <laughs> uh, the, you know it, Wait, and uh, what would George Washington Carver say? George Washington Carver, he's the godfather of the peanut. Yes, and you know what he did? He's like, here is peanut butter, smooth and appropriate. This is a good thing for you to eat. Here are peanuts by the handful. Hold on, how do you know that? You don't know that. I did a book report on him in third grade, and they were two different things. He made up 10,000 uses for the peanut. And right. if you combine those, he's down to nine nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. No, no, how do you know that the his great accomplishment? How do you know the first peanut butter was smooth? Because that's how you would make it. Why would you make it? It doesn't make any sense. What kind of circle are we running in this crazy argument of yours? Why would you? Why would you make chunky peanut butter first? This is the chicken and the egg thing. You make smooth peanut butter and it's perfect. But to get it smooth, sometimes the machine messes up. So you make garbage peanut butter and trick people to buy. 
It's kind of like people who buy grits. Like grits is a garbage byproduct. And some people are like, well, it tastes so good. But only if you stop cheese, then all you taste is cheese because you're eating garbage. Grits is a garbage delivery system. And that's what you're getting with chunky peanut butter. No, no. See, I, you can't argue both sides. If you're not willing to concede that the awesomenator is a thing, and uh, <laughs> I hearken back to your lack of engineering background to say, how dare you, good sir. But you can't say that back in the dark ages, when George Washington Carver was doing his thing with the peanuts, that they had the engineering capability to create creamy peanut butter. It had to be how a much, rudimentary device, some kind of peanut press. How do you need to smash a peanut? Like, how much do you think? I, they can do a man with a hammer and get an adequate creamy experience without the chunks. No, they can filter out the chunks with a fine mesh. They, there are a million things they could have done. I have faith in our forefathers to adequately creamify. <laughs> and I'm sorry that you are betting against America, Steve. I, did you just use creamify as a verb? It is a verb. It, oh, I'm sorry, you don't even cop to it. You just tell me right to the point that it is a verb. It is a verb. I didn't make it up. You know, our other forefather, Noah Webster, might have something to say about that. Yeah, go look it up. I'll wait while you find Creamify in there and apologize <laughs> to me profusely. Well, then you go look for the Awesomeator and you're going to find it. That is, there's no way. <laughs> you're gonna, it might take you a while. I will bet a substantial sum of money on that. And I will use that money when I win to buy creamy peanut butter and be happy for the rest well, of my life. good. Leave the good stuff for the rest of us. That's normal Sometimes human beings. Somebody, like, you know, they, they give me products they want to endorse, and then I don't because I'm a bad person. But they sent me, <laughs> pe- like, $6 worth of fancy deluxe peanut butter. I was like, wow, I feel special. This is really deluxe stuff. And I opened it up, and it was chunky peanut butter. And yeah. I just threw it away because it was inedible. Why? My kids won't touch it. I won't touch it. Like, what am I going to do? Sit there and pick out the chunks like it, it totally ruins it why would anyone want to eat that That's now not they, even a- did you just bang the desk you're getting so passionate i bumped the spit guard right there <laughs> did it make a horrible noise yeah Is it, did, I, did yeah. I ruin our podcast no it uh, didn't ruin it it was like when you were smacking your hand when you were rocky balboa a few weeks was ago that loud let me let me do it one more time Is that really <laughs> did it reverberate all the way through yeah, I'm just sitting across the table from you. Of course it did. I, I, I'm sorry. Well, if you're sitting across the table, you should have known I didn't smack the desk. I don't you look at you. <laughs> I would well, lose I don't my... look at you because you're only half clothed, okay? <laughs> but I'm a beautiful, beautiful man. No, this is why you stay in the blanket for it all day. There's a reason you're not allowed to be in the sun. <laughs> so your endorsee or endorse uh, your, that product, they were surveying the landscape of available peanut butters to send, and they wanted to make it as, they wanted to up the probability that you would actually endorse it. So they sent you the best one they could find, and they did. They sent me the product they wanted to give away for free because nobody <laughs> would buy it. They're like, maybe if James Breakwell likes crappy peanut butter, other people will like crappy peanut butter too. And I said, nay, I have integrity. I will not endorse your <laughs> terrible peanut butter. Get the chunks out, then we'll talk. You know, peanut is right in the word peanut butter. And what better way to pay homage to that word than include some peanut? Would you would you enjoy regular butter, Chunky? Have you ever had regular butter and thought, boy, if there were some what? hard butternuts in what? here. Where are was... you headed with? What is wrong with you? Because butter on its own is a smooth product. So a butter made from peanuts should be as smooth as margarine or any Why? other butter. Why? Because it's a butter. It's a peanut-based, kind of like 
like um, like almond milk. Do you wanna do you wanna taste the almond chunks? You're gonna take a drink of that and choke to death. No, because almond you, milk this milk's is, the operative word. It takes the texture of milk, how, it takes the texture of I butter. I said good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you don't can't make this is a logical fallacy that you're doing. Not every Chevrolet is a Camaro. Just because that it has the word butter that. in it. Yes, that's the operative word. Flavor, texture. That's the way it's that set up. You cannot arbitrarily milk. decide what the operative word is going to be. I'm an English major. That's the only thing I can do. <laughs> so that is the mountain you will defend right there. This is the hill I will die on. We have reached the impasse. I don't know what to say. <laughs> admit you're wrong and back off. Take your chunky peanut butter and throw it in the garbage. Uh, <laughs> And what a travesty that would be to throw away chunky peanut butter. I just uh, what other product do you have it's that tastes meaty. better? Meaty. It's got it's got it's some girth, some body to it. It's not mealy. Name one other product that comes in a chunky and smooth variety where people actually eat the chunky form. Name one. Uh tomato uh, sp- uh, spaghetti sauce. Spaghetti chunky but that's not even hard. It's like it's like Another mushy blob. First of all, I, I want at least a verbal high five that on the spot I thought of something that had a chunky okay, and a I smooth variety. I came close with something. I don't think there was anything. <laughs> you got me there. Oh, my it God. Was fun. I've, I've never had chunky potato, like pasta I'm sauce. I'm arguing so I, with I, an eight-year-old. I swear I'm to God. Guessing, I'm guessing that's a thing because you sound very certain, but you also sounded very certain about the awesomenator. Like, if you put sauce in there and mix it up, it's all going to smooth out. It's not going to stay chunky. And that chunky, there's nothing hard. There is no crunch to that. There is no other smooth product that you add to Not one. Well, you know what? You're right. Thank you. Thank you. I I am right. I win. Podcast over forever. This is like those ridiculous crafted apologies that people are forced to read to the media when they don't mean it at all. And yet all of the other side is going, oh, my God. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for that apology. That's you saying, oh, good. He admitted that I won. Well, you did. You you literally just said I win. (laughs) I'm pretty sure those words left your mouth. I don't know what you want from me. You admitted Feet backed away, and now you're trying to, to walk it back and say you didn't. I didn't it's realize you were Sheldon <laughs> Cooper here. All Although right. you, you control the recording, so I guess you could just delete this all this. <laughs> if, I'm just telling you now, people, two people listening, if this podcast is two <laughs> minutes long, he cut out all the parts where I was right. It's going to be a four-minute podcast. Oh, people would rejoice. All right, we got to go. We're 17 and a half minutes here, and it's time to let these people get on with their lives. Yes, they're smooth, chunk-free lives. <laughs> Let us know what you th- You know what? I don't care what you think, because I'm right. Keep it to yourselves, people. Now I'm angry. But uh, if you want to write to James and tell him that he's wrong, please do. Get in touch with him on Facebook. Like his fan page and follow his fan page. All of his jokes, I think you get your Twitter jokes linked to your Facebook account, don't they? Yes, they the face they're on Facebook, they're on Twitter, they're on Pinterest, they're on Tumblr. There's no getting away from me. I'm sorry, I've ruined the internet. <laughs> well, you can follow him on all of those and enjoy this exploding unicorn several times a day. I don't see how, but a lot of people do. Or get in touch with me, or follow me on Twitter at Steve Olivas. Steve is spelled with a V, and Olivas is O L I V A S. We're gonna actually come back next week if I can muster enough strength to put myself through this indignity one more time. At, at least let me know what we're gonna talk about. Next week, James. Yes, we are going to talk about I have no idea. <laughs> Thank you for that insight. Until then, this is Steve Olivas for the Exploding Unicorn. James Breakwell saying thank you for listening, everybody.